Welcome to Spiritual and Empowerment Living with international speaker, spiritual mentor, and best-selling author, Tia Johnson, as she discusses spiritual and women's empowerment topics to assist you in igniting your spirituality and empowering your quality of life. Let's welcome your host, Tia Johnson. Hello there, spiritual trailblazer, and welcome to the second episode of this year, starting fresh, and I'm going to discuss my some of my business goals for 2019 because I have a lot, so I'm going to cut it down to four points. <laughs> but um, man, I'm really excited to talk about this, and I had to tell you, <clears throat> bear with me because my voice is still hoarse. It's coming back together. I was screaming a lot this past Sunday from watching the Eagles game. So if you hear my voice go in and out, you know why. <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> also it's it's very cool here today in Philly. It wasn't uh, crazy cold, like biting cold, but it's cool and now it's raining. So I have the perfect backdrop to really talk about a murder mystery topic. But we're doing, we're going to talk about spirituality and planning and things like that. <laughs> so you may or may not hear the rain uh, hitting my, my window in the background. It's very therapeutic, but um, I'm just going to hop right into the topic. Well, give you some housekeeping points and then we'll, we'll dive in. So I want to make sure that I tell you about the blog, this week's blog post, do my due diligence. Uh, this week's blog post is all about how to recover from the holiday blues. And I started writing this blog post because I know that's a thing. I'm going through that right now. It's, you know, the holidays are over. <clears throat> there are no more festivals. <laughs> Okay, no uh, no one's playing Christmas music in the stores. Okay, the villages, the Christmas villages are gone. Everything's gone. With a few exceptions, few. One is, which is a point I talked about in the post, is that you can still get some holiday drinks from Starbucks because they will have the ingredients there until it runs out. So that's one key point there. Check out the rest by going to blog.tiamariejohnson.com if you are having the holiday blues, okay? I got some really cool tips there to help you during this transition, okay? Getting back into the swing of things. I know this week of January is a lot of people's first full week back at work. And if you are someone who's very in tune to emotions like I am, I know it is emotional, okay? So it's Check that blog post out to help you uh, with the after the season, holiday season fills. Uh, Next is to make sure that you grab your spiritual, juicy, transformational freebies. (laughs) There's a lot of words, a lot of adjectives going on there. So head on over to timmariejohnson.com forward slash freebies. I have some really cool downloads there for you, some uh, video trainings, all to help you in different areas with your spirituality, empowerment, life, all that jazz. So definitely check it out. It's free. So uh, it's, it's, a, it's a mini library there just for you. So let's get to it. I decided to talk about starting fresh because, you know, 
the whole energy of January, the new me, new year, uh, letting go of the old, all that goodness. And so I, I really thought, what does that mean to start fresh? How can we do that? What does that look like? Of course, it looks different to different people, but I wanted to make sure that I was able to help you guys along this process. So let's get started. One I have here is to throw it away. So throw it away, delete it, or give it away. Starting fresh really involves getting rid of a lot of things. For example, in order for you to have a really clean home or a clean refrigerator, you got to get rid of all the old stuff that's just aspiring, you didn't use, whatever the case may be. Because if you have a bad product next to a good product, the good product is going to turn bad. That, that's just what happens, unfortunately. You can't have a rotting fruit next to fresh fruit. It doesn't work that way. So to start fresh, we really have to take a hard look at what do we need to throw away. And I am guilty of this as well. Sometimes I think I'm going to use something, whether it's tissue paper for a gift bag. I mean, are you kidding me? I can get tissue paper for a dollar at the dollar store, and I'm hanging on to tissue paper, guys, sometimes. <laughs> I'm always about repurposing, but come on, when am I going to use the tissue paper? Probably no time soon, you know, so it's just throw it away. It's taking up unnecessary space. And sometimes when something's small, we don't think it's a big deal. Like, oh, it's only taking up a little bit of space. But what happens? As my grandmother used to say, a little bit becomes a lot. You know, you give someone an inch, they want the whole 12, right? So you got to be careful with these things. Little things become big things. So I am encouraging you to go around your home, look at your office, look in your car. What are these things that are around that are really energetically holding you down? And I don't mean in the good way, like the slang turn of holding you down. I mean, like really weighing you down. <laughs> okay. Uh, what needs to be deleted? I go through my pictures on my phone actually every few months and I just delete a bunch of old pictures. Sometimes there's snapshots of a trust I like, uh, some product I want to buy, you know, whatever the case may be, I got to go back and delete those. I have over 13,000 pictures in my phone. So I need to delete those pictures, but also it's from over the years. I have pictures as old as 2014. So that's about five years now. So delete them. Even on, on your social media, sometimes you just need to go back and delete some pictures or give it away. I've given away blouses that sometimes I don't feel like trying it on. It's supposed to be my size. It looked like it fits. I get home and it's like I'm the Hulk Hogan. I'm about to bust out this blouse. So I give it away. The tag's still on. I tell the person, hey, I wore it once. It didn't really fit. And they take it. I don't, I don't let it linger. All right, so part of having that fresh start is figuring out what we need to throw away, what we need to delete, and what we need to give away. That's number one. Number two is feel the energy and understand it. Starting fresh isn't always a nice, happy-go-lucky, sunshine, you know, lemonade, <laughs> you know, relaxing with a cool summer breeze setting. Sometimes a fresh start means you're starting from zero it means that the smoke cleared the debris is still there and you're walking barefooted you know it's like it's a fresh start but man that was a rough battle right so 
what I'm saying here is whatever you're feeling, emotion, energy, feel that for that moment. And I totally understand if you don't have the time to feel it because we have to be adults. Sometimes we don't have time to cry, express that emotion. We have to push on. But I, I really want to stress here to find a time, even if it's five minutes, you know, you're, you're about to go to the bathroom, have your cry session there. You're in the shower. No one can hear you <laughs> cry in there. If you want to be strong and, you know, you don't want people to see you cry this yet or have a moment, that's okay. I have my moments often. Some of my closest friends has, have seen me spaz out when my food is just terrible. I, I just, it's, it, it looks like a terrible, like, like I saw a terrible thing. Like I saw a dog get hit by a car. Like I'm just sad. I don't want to talk to anybody. It's just like, I just, I want to leave. It's terrible. So, you know, feel those emotions and then think about it. Like, okay, so why do I feel this way? Even with the blog post this week, why do I feel sad that the holidays are over? Well, because it's such a joyous time. Even if you don't celebrate Christmas, there's still something for you to do. Okay. There, there are holiday themed drains, light shows, a little bit of something for everyone to enjoy. So now it's over. It's a cycle. I had to understand that this is a cycle and we have to move on to the next. We can't live in a certain state forever. Even if we come back to that, it will never be the same. It'll be better and different experiences. So that's the understanding part to feel the energy, understand it. If we feel it, feel that emo, if, if we allow ourselves to feel that emotion but don't understand it, then that's where the am I crazy? Oh, I'm overreacting. I don't have time for this. So many people come to me with that. They feel like they are too emotional. They're too sensitive. Like, no, you are just the right amount of emotional and sensitive for you. You just need to understand that this is like your your superpower. You are in unison and sync with the energy that's current okay ending beginning holiday season's over the old years 2018 is going new year begins and it's just like okay so what's going down this year (laughs) okay and with that it can be a little like okay we gotta up the ante here there's a lot lot of feelings but make sure you make the time to understand it via writing it out talking with someone even a therapist okay there's nothing wrong with going to a professional i see i used to see too many people post their very sensitive personal business on social media in particular on facebook and now i'm in some groups where because now the transition happened where you know groups are popular now where people post their very sensitive personal information in groups, which is fine because the groups are private. Well, fine to an extent. Uh, and and, they, and a lot of people get really good, unbiased feedback from what I have seen. And while a lot of people dispense common sense, there's nothing wrong with seeing a professional, okay? Because you want someone who's trained to handle a lot of emotions, 
but also there are people there who have a lot of experience who can give you a lot of um, education in a certain manner. But I just don't want people to discount going to professional services. Okay, too many times I see things in the wrong areas and then people get overwhelmed by the response and I don't even know how it turns out because we're all there to help. Everyone has free will. You can take that advice that's given or not, but we don't know. No one's really following up with you, but you will follow up with a professional because you're paying them. (laughs) So next, number three is small steps. Break it down. I used to get so annoyed when people would tell me, you know, just take it in stride, take it with a grain of salt, um, and anything that has to do with small steps. And I get it to a certain extent, but sometimes you just, you got to look at the bigger picture. Like, okay, how many small steps would equal just one big step? And that's what I want to reel in here is to break it down. When we are starting fresh, we look at the bigger picture and then reverse engineer it. And that's how I like to look at it as opposed to thinking, oh, okay, I'm just going to use my business as an example. I set up a Facebook page, an Instagram page, get connected to LinkedIn. And when Periscope was a thing, Periscope, oh, I do Snapchat. What's the bigger picture here? Like, like, like really, what's the bigger picture? It's a lot of small steps, but what's the one big step that's supposed to be bringing all of this together? Okay, and in the beginning, I didn't think like that. I just thought I had to be everywhere all the time. I had to reserve my name because what if someone else takes my name? Which, by the way, my name for my domain name is taken. TiaJohnson.com is already owned. This, that's why I had Tia Marie Johnson because I refused to pay for my name. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Wow, that laughter hurt so much, guys. Whew, I had to take a break. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And I'm doing it again. And side note, I'm only going to be yelling all over again this Sunday when the Eagles are playing. I just had to put that out there. So if you want to join me on Sunday, make sure that you... Uh, connect with me on Instagram. So it's Tia underscore Johnson underscore. I'll be posting on my Insta stories if you are an Eagles fan and you want to party with me. <laughs> Sorry, no there. So reeling it back in. I didn't have a, an overarching goal for when I was initially using social media for business purposes because I was one of the people who had to type in the Facebook.com. So I was part of the I, I don't know I want to I don't want to say original group but I want to say maybe like the first or second tier where it was just us college students and we were taking quizzes to figure out which Greek goddess you are things like that and so when this start, started slowly to become more of a business thing that's when I figured oh, okay yeah I do this I do that I do that but when we are starting fresh because I was freshly starting the social media Uh, thing for my business, we need to have that one thing, that umbrella, and then what falls under that umbrella. Because we do it the other way, it's just a bunch of little steps that really don't mean anything. It doesn't add up to anything. And we don't want that. Okay? So anything that you're doing, reverse engineering. What do you want to do? One of the best examples I have seen is when someone says, oh, I want to make $10,000 a month. Okay, well, how are you going to do that? You can sell a $1,000 program to, what, 10 people or something like that. Don't kill me if I got that wrong. (laughs) 
So it's like, oh, I want to make, oh, I think it's hundred. If I want to make $10,000 a month, you got to sell, um, yeah, I'm actually using my calculator here. Yeah, you got to sell to a hundred. Now you got to have, either have to have a hundred programs to what, like a thousand people, or sell a thousand programs to ten people because that's ten thousand dollars, and it goes down and down and down. I was trying to do it with like the triangle way, and I confused myself. But never mind. You get what I'm saying? A thousand dollar program to ten people, ten thousand, and then you just go down from there. Uh, next, number four, take that chance. So sometimes we don't see an opportunity as an opportunity. And yeah, I get it because sometimes we train our mind to look for certain clues. All right. So it's just like, okay, well, I'm going to manifest, um, let's say a dog. I'm going to manifest a Dalmatian, I'm going to, I'm going to have this dog by March and I'm going to meet uh, a breeder, you know, blah, blah, blah. But maybe it doesn't happen exactly that way. Maybe you'll meet the breeder's brother or sister. So we don't really take that chance because we just don't see the opportunity, but we have to be able to put ourselves out there in a way that we are with that that freshness vibe. So how can I put myself out there so I can meet the vibe of starting fresh? Well, it begins with raising the vibration of how you view a fresh start. Remember earlier when I was saying it isn't all sunny skies and lemonade drinks. Sometimes it's the dust is clearing, the rubble's on the ground, and your bare bare feet. What does taking a chance like to you? Like, what do you really want when this time of the year comes around? Do you want to buy a new home? Do you want to get in shape? Do you want a new job? Like, what do you really want? And how can you start from square one? Okay, so once you change your thought process about that, now you'll start taking these chances that are a calculated risk. Okay, so maybe you go to the event. Maybe you talk to that person. Maybe you go on Instagram Live. You start to do new things. So something new, that's the same wavelength of something fresh because that's a synonym, new, fresh. You know, these hot items, these hot new items, these hot, fresh items. So what's something new that you can do that's fresh? And how does, how does your, your thought process interpret something that's fresh and new? Another reason why I'm stressing that is because I don't remember if it was a previous episode or in a blog post, but it was fairly recently where I discussed if you're a numbers person, ascertain how you can make a goal in relation to a number standpoint, because then it's more relatable to you as something that feels right. Or if you're a visual 
person, how can you incorporate visualization to obtain your goal or to help you feel like, okay, yeah, that feels right, even if it's a little bit uncomfortable? Because when we try to do it a different way, it doesn't work. When I was trying to not look at numbers, it bothered me. And I was talking to my virtual assistant. I said, wait a minute. I'm a numbers girl. I went to school for, well, I changed my major several times, but because I ended up loving business so much, but I was a finance major. I love looking at spreadsheets and and, and like just looking at the EBITDA, that's the acronym, and, and like all the other things. Like I loved it. I love looking at exchange rates. I used to look at the Wall Street Journal and um, – Oh, gosh, it's been so long, but I used to look at, uh, what's it called, the arbitrage, I forget. Anyway, it's something like uh, you'll look at currency from three different countries, and you'll figure out how you can get the most money. So, for example, like, okay, well, I'll take like 100 yen, and then I will uh, uh, get it converted into, let's say, the British pound sterling. So I may lose money and then, you know, take the British pound sterling sterling, and then we'll convert that into uh, the U.S. dollar, right? And if the pound is stronger than a the dollar, then you'll get more money. So I used to just like love looking at stuff like that. So when it came down to looking at certain numbers in my business, I just remember hearing people say, oh, you know, numbers aren't important. They are important, but they're not really, really important. And I try to not look at it, but it was bothering me because I was denying something that I love. I wasn't holding a lot of weight to the numbers. Of course you want quality, but I I was denying it. So now that I just said, you know, screw it, I'm going to look at the numbers. (laughs) I feel better and I can see the growth, right? And that's what I want to really hear is that Think about what that means to you. What does fresh mean to you? How does taking a chance on something fresh, something new, feel? And how would that look like to you based on what you want to do? I was being radical. Sometimes we just have to just go for it. We just have to not look at A to Z. Sometimes we just have to just just go, just do, just be. Of course, this isn't for every situation, but sometimes you really just have to say, screw it, and just see what happens, you know, and I say this because sometimes we get caught up in how things should happen, and my best friend was actually telling me this when we were in Costa Rica, uh, a couple months ago, she was just saying, uh, well, Tia, you're working on manifesting. If you know it's already going to manifest, then it really shouldn't matter what you're doing right now. And l- let me change that right now to something a little bit even more relatable because I can't say what the full manifestation is yet. <laughs> but, oh, gosh, that, I'm sorry, the pain of laughter right now. So <laughs> let's say, I am looking to manifest a home, but I'm thinking, oh, well, you know, I don't want to look at any apartments because I wanna, I'm, I'm working on manifesting my dream home. It's like, okay, well, that's going to happen anyway, but if you want to 
live in an apartment in this city for a little while for networking purposes, or maybe, you know, you want to move to New York, Brooklyn, you know, Manhattan, somewhere in that area for a year, just do it. Just do it because you're going to manifest that house anyway. That's going to happen. But if you're doing this for a year because you want to hardcore network and hardcore do this, do that. So sometimes it's got to be radical. I'm not saying, <laughs> okay, get like a one-year lease in Hell's Kitchen. Unless that's something you want to do. But uh, my best friend did it. So and she loved it. The condo was amazing. But what I'm saying is sometimes – being radical is exactly what we need to unleash that passion, that flame with, within us. That's that's just really there to help us be the trailblazers that we are. Number six is what's the change that needs to happen? So we were to bring all this together. We were to focus on, okay, we're talking about starting fresh, being on that vibe of the new year, what is that change that needs to happen to really, truly ride this wave, but really own it, really have control of it when we can go on to go with the flow when we don't have control? You know, what does that exactly mean? Several things. One is that Waking up with intention, and I talked about that in the previous episode, when we wake up with the intention of, I am going to capitalize on the energy, I'm going to understand how that relates to my personal energy, and then I'm going to think about what's something above all else that needs to happen this year, whatever it is. Whatever you've been putting on the back burner, whatever you've been fearful of, something that's been really uh, on your mind, lady, that's the very thing you need to tackle to work on right now. Right now. So what's the change that needs to happen? The change is the perspective, the intention, the action. Okay. So that's how we can start fresh. And from that, this is how I'm going to be starting fresh in my business. And I wanted to give you just four of my business goals because I am, one of the things that I'm working on starting fresh with is my level of vulnerability. That's one thing that I have been working so hard on these last couple of years because I've been very focused on being a juggernaut, but what I realized is that it's okay to open up to to slow down because you know a juggernaut you're going you're unstoppable. It's okay to slow down and open up to some people. You just gotta make sure you open that you're opening up to the right people. So <laughs> when it does happen, it's very scary and when some some things don't pan out the way you want it to, it can lead to feeling like failure. But it's funny because I saw a post on Instagram today, and it was a Gary Vee post, and it, it said some or stated something like, uh, "Why am I so f- afraid of failure?" It's like an Ask Gary Vee meme, and it goes because you're worried about 
other people's opinions of what you're failing at, right? So it's just like, so you're evaluating your failure and looking at it as, hey, look, I took a chance, all right? Maybe it was a radical chance. Maybe it really wasn't that radical. I took a chance. It didn't work at all or it didn't pan out. And I'm a little bit embarrassed because people want to think, oh, you know, what is she doing? What is he doing? Who cares? They're not doing what you're doing, <laughs> okay? They're not doing what you're doing. A little side story here. Uh, I was talking to one of my good friends, and uh, and this was back in uh, November, right around Thanksgiving time. So everyone's having their little Friendsgiving, uh, Thanksgiving with some family members, and Thanksgiving with the spouses, things like that. So anyway, her family members were pressuring her, oh, when, when are you going to get a man? When are you going to have kids? Which is why every year... I come out with the how to survive the holidays like a pro because I give you some comebacks, you know, respectable, but still get your point across, how to prepare for those questions, you know, spiritually, verbally, things like that. So she felt kind of, I don't want to say bad, but self-conscious about it. And um, and I said, hold it. <laughs> I said, is any one of your cousins, because they were her cousins, doing what you're doing in your position, you know, because she has a pretty nice job. She goes, no. I said, are, are any of them in an, in an Ivy League school? She goes, no. I said, I'm not downing your family members, but everyone has their own path. And right now, that's the path that you want to be on. You chose to go to the school that you got accepted to. You chose the job. You chose to rise to the ranks. You know, and again, nothing against her family. But I was just helping her to acknowledge that she's a high achiever. And there's nothing to feel self self-conscious about. Or self excuse me, self-conscious about. Now, does she want to be in a relationship? Does she want children? Yes, yeah, she does. But I wanted to remind her of the great thing that she has already accomplished. And to not feel like because she's not in a relationship and she doesn't have kids that she's not, you know, complete or something like that. So, I mean, it's just a small example, but it's a kind reminder. So I'm working on being more vulnerable and, and sharing more stories and, and and using that as a way to help people who are going through different things because that's just how it is. We're going through a lot. So reeling it back in from that story. <laughs> First and foremost, I my goal is to have a thousand students in the spiritual lifestyle collective. And that is because I know there are a lot of people out there who have spiritual gifts that need practice, right? Because People talk to me and they say, oh, I had this dream. And, and they're clairvoyant. They're clearly seeing things or they're cl- clearly picking up on things about people or situations, the energy of the room. But they don't know what it's called. They don't know what to do with it. The most common response I get is, oh, I felt like I was crazy. I thought it was just me. You know, when they picked up something on someone, they got a premonition about something. Uh, just so many things people experience they have no idea or even some common household objects that they are drawn to use like there's a reason why you're drawn to that let me explain to you the symbolic meaning behind that 
even now, uh, a tattoo I have. So interesting because I was drawing this tattoo when I was a kid before I knew anything about what any spiritual thing was called or any, I was a doodle or <laughs> I just doodled all the time. And the little spiral symbols. I was drawing that since I was a kid, since I was a kid. I mean, in grade school people all the time. That's not a coincidence. The exact spiral design. So what I'm saying here is, I want to, not just to get people in the spiritual lifestyle collective, but I want to help people understand on a deeper level level who they are, the power they possess within them, and how that relates to their day-to-day life. Okay, even with spiritual entrepreneurs, there are classes in there as well to help people get set up, understand the energy behind money and so forth. So I want to have a thousand students in my membership course or excuse me, membership site, which is the Spiritual Lifestyle Collective. I love interacting with people. Uh, There's daily um, oracle readings in there. There's so much resources in there. And I know that that goal is something that will just make me so happy. And plus just the energetic number of one and zeros, you know, just one about keeping your, your thoughts high, uh, positive things like that. And zero having to relate to spirit. So that's one of my goals. Next is to, I would love to host a retreat sometime this year, or maybe even in 2020 and start promoting it later on this year. I haven't quite figured it out yet, but I know that I definitely want to host a retreat, like a nice women's retreat somewhere. I um, have nice little printout workbooks for you guys that you can write in and just really connect and grow and, you know, conquer fear in a lot of ways. I noticed that there are certain uh, certain situations I thought I even had uh let go of and things just came back up like oh man I didn't realize that was still a thing like I I thought I energetically cleared that and mentally cleared that and here I am you know self-sabotage how you doing so (laughs) I want to help I want to create that community in person next is I want to relaunch my YouTube channel now my my YouTube channel is is like um, I had to look at certain platforms as my children like oh that that's my baby i love it i love youtube it just that it became such a tedious task to edit videos and i should not be editing my own videos because i take it to heart i would spend an entire day editing no joke guys i mean editing include descriptions and the whole nine yards and i can't do that anymore so I want to bring it back, but I don't know exactly how I want to do that. It's on the back burner. It's not the most uh, important thing, but it is. It's, it's right up there. And the reason why is because I love the, the FaceTime. I love having those resources available. It's fun doing a podcast because I can do this and not get dressed up. But I also like to get dressed up every now and then and record videos. So it's a really neat way for me to connect with you 
on a different level. You get to see more of my hand gestures. I'm always using my hands. Uh, <laughs> so you get to see a lot more of Tia. All right. And that's really for the visual people. You know, some people, they don't need that visual connection. Others do. So it's always good to have that. And I've been, now I want to say toying around with this. I actually have a title for my next book. And this is the first time I'm saying this really out loud as a real life thing. I do have a title for my third book. I do not know if it will come out later this year, but it will most likely, uh, I, I don't know if 2020, I will definitely be writing it this year, some chapters for sure, for sure. So that's something to look forward to. I want to say second half of this year, you can probably expect at least some behind the scenes, if not uh late in the year book actually actually full on book release i have i have been really uh efficient in writing fast <laughs> over the years my my first book took me i like about two a little less than two years i don't remember exactly it didn't take too long because i remember thinking it took a very long time and people were like that that's it like that's all it took. I'm like, oh, really? Okay, because I did a lot of research. If you look at the bibliography and my first book, I think it's like two and a half pages long. The second book is based off of a, one of my popular blog posts from my, my old blog website. So that didn't take too long because I had a lot of material there. I just interviewed women who were in different levels in their businesses from person who was at year one to a millionaire. This one will be a lot of... Um, relatable storytelling, a lot of applications, definitely interactive. The first book was very interactive. Um, so there were a lot of charts, places you could fill in, uh, a lot of prayers that I created that you can recite. So definitely a book. Uh, I'm very thrilled about this title. And I always try to get not try. I always get creative with the cover. So the first cover, I had it created. A woman painted that. Like she actually drew it. We worked together. She was able to to capture my vision, and it's it's actually a painting. And I guess she scanned it or something like that. But she showed me it. It's very beautiful. The second one is me. My friend took a picture of me. We were at uh, sorry, as it was a reserve somewhere outside of Philly. Philly. I don't know what I'm going to do for this one, but that's me just being completely honest and open with you and sharing with you some of the things that I've been thinking about a lot and some goals that I would love, 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 love to achieve. I would love to have a sold out women's retreat. I don't even know how many women I want there. I don't ever want 10 or 15 or even 20. Probably I would cap it off at 20, but I, I definitely want to have that intimate setting. I don't want to be too big. So that's what I have, some some of my 2019 business goals and ways to start fresh, okay? So best of luck to you with starting fresh, starting on a good note this year. And I hope that some of my business goals inspire you to be more open and say some of the things that you want to see happen out loud, you know, make it more real. Uh, as always, you know, I am here for you. I am rooting for you. 
You can connect with me on Instagram, Tia underscore Johnson underscore. Don't forget to check out this week's blog post at blog.tiamariejohnson.com. I will talk to you soon. As always, be kind to yourself and many blessings. Thank you for joining Spiritual Living and Empowerment with Tia Johnson. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in to the next show. Want to continue the conversation with Tia? Follow her on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at Tia underscore Johnson underscore. Have a wonderful day filled with many blessings.